Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, January 16th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week on the podcast, we'll be talking about false sexual assault accusers. Apparently, there are multiple of them now. But first, uh, real quick, I wanted to hit international news. Over in Iceland, there was a poll that came out that I thought was interesting. In the poll, it says that... Uh, I believe it was people 25 and under, 25 years old or or younger, 0%, 0 0.0% said that they believed that uh, the world was created by God. Absolutely no one under 25 in the poll believes that that God created the universe. Hmm. Well, I'm moving to Iceland, getting myself a nice (laughs) 25-year-old wife. (laughs) We would be excited to come and visit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Now they did say that uh, something like forty six point one are say that they're religious, but there is a high percentage, over forty percent of uh, young Icelanders uh, identify as atheists, and a uh, I forget what the number is, but a large number are non-religious, are completely non-religious. Interesting poll. Does anybody? Uh, I doubt you know the answer to this, but have any idea what the population of Iceland is? Certainly not, not off I, the top of my head. No, it's but, not very high. But I'd be happy to stall if anybody wanted to find that information. <laughs> Maybe because I could since I asked the question. I was going to say. Or were you if implying we, that? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I generally meant everybody. Everybody had the same access. I was just excited by this wow. news. Hopefully and we can get some immigrants from that country. If this is right, in 2016, they only had 334,000 people. It's It's not a big place. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be roughly the number. Yeah. And they, I mean, it's a lot of volcanoes. Oh, no. There, there's volcanoes. There's, you know, lots of ice. And only a couple of cities. So I, I believe it. I think there's some geothermal hot springs. There are. A, a lot of the island is actually, their heat is geothermal. Jeez, how do they survive? Like, what do they make over there? Like, <laughs> what do they export? Well, they, they used to export banks. They don't do that anymore, though. Right. <laughs> uh, I believe it is bananas. <laughs> they have a lot of geothermal greenhouses over there and they export a lot of bananas <laughs> traditionally it was um things from the ocean yeah fish but yeah mm. now Haddock. it's they make really nice sweaters out of uh, sheep's wool <laughs> i think it's still fish <laughs> <laughs> and fish yeah fish is still a primary export i don't think sweaters has eclipsed fishing <laughs> <laughs> probably not <laughs> could you imagine living in a country with that uh, amount of people how nice it must be yeah <laughs> well, Especially yeah. since the youth of the country is actually like, yay, science, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that uh, 46% of people over, older older than 55 believed in the Big Bang. And nearly a quarter of the people over 55 believed it, God had created the world. So it's it's not universal. It is definitely the younger generation. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's for generations now, it has been trending in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. And those those young kids will eventually be the future leaders. Yep. But we have a pretty good number here, too, right? Didn't you? I could have sworn we had a show where we talked about the youth of America, yeah. and they were like, God, who? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, lot, what is- a lot of youth in America are trending that way as well, which, man. Also, a lot of them are becoming Democrats and progressives. Yes, they are. And they're starting to get into politics. I mean, how many times have we seen recently where, you know, some 24-year-old um, is running for seat somewhere? It's like, good Lord, people, you're too young, but go for it. Why not? Yeah, despite Time Magazine putting out an article saying that the Democratic Party has shrunk. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> well, I think 
what they're saying is like, how did this happen? How did it become so imbalanced in power? Mm-hmm. And can they save themselves? But every conservative is like, see, people are fleeing the Democratic Party. <laughs> and they're like, what? what? <laughs> it's not what we said. <laughs> Your asshole president has a 32% approval rate. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, th- I think the reason of the, the the shift in policy and why we're seeing so many Republicans is gerrymandering, mm. the, the Tea Party movement. I mean, the, the voter suppression. There's a whole bunch of different reasons oh, why you, mean you see more Republicans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Che- playing the system, as they would say, yeah. politely. But yeah, cheating. I mean, the Democrats just lost me, too, because I'm going to be a citizen of Iceland soon. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what their um, it, it's a it's a weird place. I don't I don't know what their uh, immigration laws are. They have odd laws. Though. You can you can only name your children approved names. Yeah, but the list is enormous. It is. The list to choose odd. from is enormous. <laughs> are they trying to avoid like people naming their kids like Hitler and stuff like sometimes people do around here? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. Yeah. A, a, Cultural. Try to minimize the yeah the, the nonsense and and maintain some sort of you know cultural uh, history. Purity? I don't know. <laughs> Plus, uh, it's one of the most difficult languages to learn. Icelandic. <laughs> oh man, it looks awesome though. I'm looking at pictures of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is gorgeous. How, how many of them though? How many Icelanders speak English though? Probably a large percentage. Probably. A yeah, large but I heard percentage. a lot of those countries. If you want to be, you have to learn the language. Hmm. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't you, know if you, that's... Can, you can live there for a while and, and, you know, get immersed in it and have an opportunity to learn the language that way. Yeah. And plus, when you move there, you get to, if you want to get uh, a new last name, the last naming policy over there seems to be you pick your favorite <laughs> Norse deity. And then if you're a guy, you put son after it. And if you're a woman, you put daughter after it. Get out of here. I could be Jared Odin's son. Oh, my God. You would be one of 20 Jared Odinsons over there. <laughs> yeah, there was a, uh, one of those um, athletic competitions, the overall TV ones. You know, you lift a barrel and push Yeah, it. absolutely. And the, the it was a women's one, and the lady's name was Thor's daughter. Yeah, Annie Thor's, Thor's daughter? daughter? Yeah. She, she, she is in spectacular shape. <laughs> that is amazing. I have to check on their internet situation, though. That could break the deal. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably excellent. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, there are crossroads between the the United States and Europe. So, I mean, it it used to be that airplane, it was a common stopover because it was, you know, partway across. Nowadays, you don't need it. But I'm sure that there are lots of telecommunications lines that go through Iceland. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes they have, like, funky laws where you got to pay by the minute or some bullshit Mm. like that. Like, I know in Australia, it's really weird. You have to pay as you go. Sure. I've been spoiled by my, just don't go over your cap. (laughs) Well, that got a lot more traction than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) So while we're talking about Northwestern Europe, uh, I wanted to mention, we talked about uh, the 23andMe last time. Mm. I got my 23andMe results today. Oh. (laughs) And uh, as it turns out, I am the whitest white boy there is. Nice. (laughs) I am 99.1% Northern, Northwestern European. So... (laughs) British Isles, uh, France, German, and Scandinavia. That's it. 100%. (laughs) Wow. What a disappointment, right? (laughs) Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. No Native American. No, like, 0.4% Southern European. (laughs) Wait, so you didn't even get, because remember, I got 1.7 Norwegian in mine, at least. You didn't even- uh, Scandin- there was some Scandinavian, but it was, uh, I don't know, it was a low percentage. Yeah. And from a ways back. But if you if you hover over the uh, British, 
it it all lights up in blue. Like it's all <laughs> it's all the British Isles. So how much nice. uh, Neanderthal do you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a bit, actually. So it was out of fourteen hundred some markers, the highest anyone had ever has ever got on Twenty Three and Me was like three hundred ninety seven. Right. I, I had two hundred eighty something. Wow. Two hundred eighty four. So quite quite a few Neanderthal markers. So which which makes sense being that European. So right. right. Yeah, but a uh, lot of mine was European too, and I had like none. Hmm. Dude, I hope you don't mind, but. Anybody who knows you, I've told them that story. It's gold, What's Jared. Th- oh, about your about your results. I've told my parents. I told I told my co-host on another show. Really, anybody who'll listen. <laughs> what that now? I have to accept accept all the Jew jokes. <laughs> well, when you brought it up, you did say, "Hey, Ian, this is for you." <laughs> yeah, that's true. I saw little. <laughs> When I opened up the 20 and 3 and me, the first thing I saw was a picture of Brian Etzel and a picture of Ian just smiling and their heads were rocking and <laughs> laughing at me. Um, so the next thing that I wanted to talk about, actually, this is follow up from the uh, the Iowa mm. atheist, mm. Uh, Justin Scott. There is a nice article on the Des Moines Register about the whole story and how it happened. So if you want to, uh, I'm going to post a link up. You can check that out. But the main story I wanted to talk about was, so he also delivered an invocation at the uh, the state house in Iowa. But when he petitioned one of the senators, the state senators, Craig Johnson, uh, in mid-December, trying to get an inv- invocation there in the, in the state senate, he got a uh, completely different response. Mm-hmm. The first response was, hey, uh, yeah, thanks for contacting me. I'm unable to help you. That's it. That's all it said. Mm-hmm. So he followed up and was like, okay, what I was hoping you, uh, I am a constituent of yours. Why can't you help me? And the guy basically said that I have to be accountable to myself and my constituents. And in this case, I'm uh, requesting that you approach another legislator who may be able to help you with this request. So Justin responded, I am a constituent of yours. How would you be sponsoring me or how would your sponsoring me make you unaccountable to you to your constituents? And he responds with, I respect your enthusiasm, but basically he says, if I were to support you, it would be the same as me sponsoring a uh, bill for abortion because it's against my beliefs. Yep. So he associated bringing in an atheist to speak at an invocation with what he considers murdering a baby. (laughs) Because of his religious beliefs. Yes. Right. Which, it's like one of the things we talk about all the time, separation of church and state. Yeah. Like, you can't bring that into it. Well, I mean, you can. I guess there's no law against that, but... (laughs) Obviously not. (laughs) Yeah. But if you do, you're specifically... I mean, he says that he has to be accountable to his constituents, but apparently only the Christian ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such horse shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm accountable to myself and my constituents who understand... Who understood and understand me to be a legislator with Christian beliefs. So he's only accountable to the Christians, Christian constituents. That's amazing. Yeah, he basically told him, you don't mean anything to me. Right. You don't count. Yeah, you don't count. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. So this what is, a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to require some retweets and some follow-up. Mr. Uh, Craig Johnson, Senator for District 32 of uh, Eastern Iowa. Wow. What a piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I have on that. I just wanted to bring that up because, wow, I mean, this guy is just completely blatant about it. Yeah. So. Can we go back to talking uh, about Iceland? I was way happier <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> uh, the next thing I have is over in Ohio. 
The Supreme Court is actually hearing this case. There is a law that is in direct violation, from what I can see, of the 1993 National Voter Registration Act. Mm -hmm. It allows Ohio government to purge the voter registration. So if you don't vote, and here's the thing, if you don't vote for two years, they send you a notice. And if you don't vote for, I think it's four years after that, they remove you from the voter registration list. So it's a, well, according to this article, which is in on Reuters, this is the, one of the most aggressive voter registration purging laws to come into play. Mm. And it is at the Supreme Court level right now. I think they just heard some arguments yesterday. They had previously heard arguments for an hour last week, but... Ohio is one of seven states that want to uh, erase infrequent voters from their registration lists. And Pennsylvania, Georgia, Montana, Oklahoma, Oregon, and West Virginia are the others. It's amazing that it's at the four-year mark. Seems... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what if you're in the military and you don't, you know, absentee vote? Absentee? Yeah. I guess. Well, then, well you have to have not voted, though. I, I, I'm so lost because I need... Does this article include a too-long-didn't-read version of the pro argument for this? What are the, they gaining by doing this? What are they claiming they will gain by doing this? They claim that they are clearing out non-voters and dead people, basically. To, again, to what benefit? This sounds like someone going, yeah, I'm going to really clean up my friends list in Facebook. Who cares? Yeah. Like, who cares <laughs> if it's filled with people who you don't talk to fake people and useless things that you follow like who cares if they, the registry is filled with people who don't vote right if they're if you know, in the facebook example you can if the people that are annoying and it's spam you can delete them but this is not the case here no they, isn't there There's non-voting no enough yeah what about homeless people so they send them a thing in the mail saying hey you didn't vote they don't have mail <laughs> Ooh, what about homeless people that's curious i never thought about them i don't think about them enough i suppose do they get to well, vote yes they hmm. certainly should if they're citizens. If they're citizens, all you need is, um, well, in most states, is um, no felony conviction, and then you're allowed to vote at, at 18 years old. That's it. And a citizen. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, but does some, like, at least where I am, they prove where I am by my address. Like, what do you do in that situation? I don't know. The, the people who get um, post old office boxes? Old address, I guess, maybe? Yeah. Oh, no, but I, this, not what it, I want to campaign so I can try to win the homeless vote. <laughs> <laughs> But still, that was curious. I don't know. I just I can't imagine a, a pro argument for this for doing this is not is not you know that sounds legit. Mm. Like clearly they're they're trying to make it harder for people who would would oppose them to to vote. Yes. Well, well that that's that's the uh, the Republicans' argument for all of this. Instead of just saying we don't want black people to vote, right? They go, "There's dead people on the voter rolls. So what? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. what?" Well, they, they're, I guess they're claiming that people can go in as a dead person and vote for them. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Doesn't I know happen. it doesn't happen, but that's what they're... That's <laughs> I what know they're, they're claiming that, yeah. but that's fine. So again, why go with a blanket situation uh, as far as inactivity? Why not just compare the last four years of death records to the voter registry and anybody who's on both gets purged? <laughs> because that's not really their intent. Their I know. Is, I'm, their I'm aware is to have black people not vote. Right. I'm aware they are trying to suppress the minority vote. Mm. Right. And the only positive thing that I can see in this article, at least, is actually, uh, well, it just goes into hyperbole 
immediately to protect the voter roll. Mm. To protect it from oh, what? Yeah. It, how ghosts. is it in danger? <laughs> Dead people ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and that argument is from Justice Anthony Kennedy. Mm. What, to protect the voter roll? Yeah, exactly. Sweet. So That's problematic. And, Yep. Yeah, seven exactly. to two in favor. I knew it. I was, as soon as you mentioned Supreme Court, I go, Ian's thinking seven to two. <laughs> the, uh, the guess right now is that it's going to be actually five to four. However, in the same way you expect. Mm, yeah. Right. I mean, the, the plaintiff in the, in the case is actually he's a software engineer and a U.S. Navy veteran who was blocked from voting in 2015 and an advocacy group for homeless people. So – that makes sense. Yeah, but this uh, U.S. Navy veteran, so he was off fighting for his country, and when he came home, he couldn't vote. Right. That's that's not good optics there. Yeah. They need to run with that. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's who is in front of the Supreme Court. It's his case that they're hearing. Right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on it, mm. see how it goes. Goddamn cheaters, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm going to need to spend a little bit of time getting things back in order here because I got things out of order for somehow. Oh, oh One okay. Sec. That's okay. I'll, I'll plug in my story in this this little interim. Okay. So mm. I got to volunteer at my son's preschool today. Mm. And lucky day, today was, which I always thought was not today, but does not matter. Today was chapel time. And I was like, sweet, I've been dying to know what this is all about. <laughs> and it was it was fine. It was it was a big ho hum. They had to sing some sing some songs of praise. Then they try. I, it seems like the pastor tries to incorporate a religious lesson based on whatever the current letter of the alphabet is. Mm. What she did take into account, which was gold, was for some reason she tried to teach a bunch of four year olds a lesson through abstract thinking, and it oh. fell apart so spectacularly. I was just. <laughs> I was just dying in my pew because she was like, because the letter was L and she was, she was like, well, let me tell you that we'll talk about light. And the light I want to talk about is is the light that Jesus puts in our hearts. And she's like, when have you used that light for, um, <laughs> what the you know, hell? To, 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 that he gives you to, to help someone out or to light someone's way? Every kid put up their hand and she tried to call on like five of them before she gave up. The first one was like, I have a flashlight at home. <laughs> and I keep, the other one was like, over the summer, I caught some lightning bugs. And they just kept going on this. I, I have this light on my truck that lights up. And she was like, I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> just, just, I'm no, no, just, just no. <laughs> Perfect. It was so funny. I mean, just, I mean, again, it have nothing, you know, to reflect on, you know, chapel time or, or even really religion. Just, I don't know, like, how could you not see that right. this counts as abstract thinking for four-year-olds? The pragmatism of children. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, we got flashlights. They're awesome. <laughs> I saw The Last Jedi. They had lightsabers. <laughs> they, it was, it was nonstop. And I don't, you know, I certainly don't coach him, so I don't think he was being malicious in any way. But every time she asked a question, my son would raise his hand to answer and then either be like, I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> or, or uh, yeah, or, or, you know, give her give her the, the literal answer that she was not looking for. So eventually he, he got phased out as well and got bored and just started daydreaming. And for like a couple split seconds, I, I felt bad because she was asking things that I was you know, totally ignorant, ignorant of like, or I would have just been like daydreaming and she'd be like, Hey kids, does anybody know who the characters are in the, in, 
in the story of Christmas. And I was like, Randy, Ralphie, and Santa Claus? (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh, no, Jesus and his parents. That's right. And every, all the but kids I was, went, Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, I, no, but I mean, that was, that, was, that was like the one girl who she finally was like, how are you a light? And she's like, I shared a toy with my sister once. She's like, that's great. I'll take it. <laughs> nice. That was awesome. So that was, what that was, was this woman thinking? What kind of answers was she thinking she was going to get from four-year-olds? I have no idea. <laughs> wow. Have you met a four-year-old before? <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Uh, I guess I guess their motivation is just drill, keep drilling it in their brains. Eventually, something yeah, something, something, yeah, something will stick. <laughs> so that was, that was mine. Well, that actually transitions well into the next story. Oh, uh, good. Uh, <laughs> over in in West Virginia, there is a Senate Bill two fifty two, State Senate, that is trying to make a law that would require Bibles in school. Oh, for no. Christ's sake. That that would allow you to start teaching your four-year-olds what's in the Bible. And uh, yeah, this is not just a, we'll allow you to have a Bible in school. Yeah, this is require. This is require you being a school district. Whether you're public school, private school, parochial school, you have to have a Bible study class. Wow. How on earth do they think this is going to (laughs) fly? It is, they're trying to get it through using the idea that the, it is a Bible history, literary, uh, literary style teaching uh-huh. in, in school. Are they going to have a Quran? Are they going to have a Torah? Are they going to have any other religious texts or just the Christian Bible? Is there a Lord of the Rings class? I mean, it's the same fucking made up shit. <laughs> I want a Silmarillion class. That's Ooh, what yeah, that would, oh. oh, yeah, that would be great. That would be a hard class. That would be. I would not take that class. <laughs> now, I was going to say, this is, this is uh, we're talking about high school and elementary school, correct? Uh, it is for all school districts, so I don't know. It, like, just I general public see... school, because I'm saying, and I was, right. I was, you know, when I went to college, I, one of my English credits was I took an English course on graphic novels and comic books. Mm. I mean, was it practical? No, but I needed the English credit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's elective, so. Yeah, well, this is an elective, allegedly. Yes, this is supposed oh, to be elective, okay. elective for students, but the school districts are required to, to provide offer it. that elective. That's yes. You know what I mean? The oh, window is go. open, so if you yeah. want to try something like this, now's your chance. But God, I hope it doesn't gain any traction. I spent six months living in West Virginia. Hmm. One oh time. snap! Really? Yeah, back um, right before nine eleven. Hmm. Okay, we had a store down there. It is quite possibly. The dumbest fucking state I've ever been in. <laughs> wow. I have, I, I mean, I've never, I'm sorry if we have any West Virginian listeners, if you, that you're obviously too smart for that state if you're listening to this show. <laughs> but uh, every guy that I came in contact with and every woman, just fucking morons. I mean, like, like a dur, like a dur, like that dumb. <laughs> and I was living in the capital in Charleston. Wow. So I can only assume that that location of your store made a truckload of money. But honestly, no, because they don't have any money either. Oh, uh, okay. It's poor and dumb. Okay. <laughs> well, they closed the coal mine, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'll give, I will give them this, though. Beautiful women. Beautiful mm. women in the state. <laughs> and every guy had the same haircut. They had a, the Frankenstein haircut. Like, actually <laughs> like Frankenstein. <laughs> 
It does say that according to the proposed legislation, the course would be taught on either Hebrew scriptures or the Bible. So at least they're allowing for Judaism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Thank God my people are being represented. <laughs> <laughs> the other white religion. Yeah. <laughs> nice. This was originally a law in Kentucky that was passed. However, the difference is the law in Kentucky allowed the school district to do this if they wanted to. The law in West Virginia is you're going to be doing this in every school district. And again, this has not passed. It hasn't even been set for debate yet. It is still in the Education Committee board. So I don't uh, I don't know if, how far it's going, but it just struck me as amazing. Yeah. The balls on these people these days. <laughs> yeah. You got to think that, I mean, for a bunch of them, they are just trying to save people's souls and trying to do the right thing. But man, that's idiotic. There is a time and a place for everything, and school is not the place for religion. How many times do we have to say this? Jesus. Now, again, if if you want to have a religious studies course, and throughout the year, you look at the Bible, you look at the Quran, you look at the, the Torah, you know, sure. you look at mythology, You look, well, because it's all mythology, but you <laughs> look at Greek mythology or Norse mythology. Your classic comparative religions. Yes. Right. Right. That's Personally, different. I really don't see that happening except maybe like later high school, yeah. <laughs> junior, senior. Again, but, uh, abstract concepts. Yeah. This is not yeah. something you can teach young kids. I wish Ugh. I had taken a Bible course or some kind of religious studies course just because uh, just to have the knowledge to be able to speak on it. There's a mm. lot of shit yeah. about the Bible. I don't know. Sure. I learned yeah, it from no, Ray. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit in the Bible that people who go to church every week don't know. Right. Oh, for sure. Right. All they all they know is the bits that the the preacher picks out. Yeah. To make the arguments. Yeah. All right. Moving over to New York. This was a very small time thing. It's a planning board in New York in South Glen Falls, but I just had it, it caught my eye because there, so there's a five person council that, that runs the planning board for South Glen Falls. Currently, there are two men and three women, but there's a vacancy for an alternate member that has to be filled. And David Linen is a member of this board, and he says that the new board member should be a man. Mm. It should only be a man. And why should it be a man? Well, if you go back to the earliest years of creation, God created man first. Stop right oh. there. Stop <clears throat> right there. <laughs> what? His job was to make sure women did, the woman didn't eat from the tree of good and evil. So if I had a man who was sensitive to the idea that a man didn't do a good job for reprimanding that woman, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in. Wow. Oh, the th he added that the men would take the job of planning seriously. Fuck you. <laughs> and he also made the argument that women make up about 51% of the population. So they're now way overrepresented on the board <laughs> because there's already, th you know, there's already three compared to two men. So it was more of an affirmative action statement that men are in the minority on the board. Holy crap. Well, he should have just kept his mouth shut and it probably would have been a guy. Probably. Now I can guarantee it's going to be a woman and yeah. he might lose a seat and another. It's going to be two women. Wow. God, I, again, I, I can't stress this. The balls on these people to say this <laughs> shit in public. It's fucking insane. Well, I mean, again, it's our, our president has given people like this license to open their mouths and 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 share the crap that comes out of the in between their ears. Oh, wow! <laughs> I just don't know how you could utter this in public and not start fucking laughing yourself. That it's so dumb. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna try. Here's my here's my response. 
I'm going to quote the Bible. Are you ready? <laughs> now, just to, to make sure on th- that I get the whole story, he did, he got so much backlash mm-hmm. that last week, at the end of the week, he did resign. Yay. But- <laughs> oh, please, have the most butch lesbian in the world <laughs> take his place. Seriously, if we want to have an you know a, a cross section of the population, that means he needs they need minorities, they need women, they need alternate sexual lifestyles, they need a little bit of everything. There's only five, so you're gonna have to, you know, jam it all into one person probably, but <laughs> Now, he also wow. sent out a quote-unquote apology letter, uh, mm. which was basically – well, it's an apology letter. He does say that he apologizes uh, specifically to the three women, and he also said that uh, he needs to apologize to the friends of the World Wide Web who are also deserving. <laughs> the many apologies will be a heavy lift, but I believe that anything is possible. He's setting himself up as a martyr in his yeah. apology note. For sure. That's that's his plan. He's left the planning board. So whatever the next tier up in in government is, he will be running for that next. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he actually he said, I now consider the remark made to Trustee Bodkin at last month's meeting as prehistoric and unbecoming of any servant, public or private. Wow. He called himself prehistoric. Well, he's accurate, but I don't know. Maybe he actually realized the error of his ways. <laughs> nope, he called him. He called himself a servant to set himself up as a servant of God. Yeah. He was just doing God's work, Karen. He can't help himself. And he he actually said World Wide Web. Yes, not yeah. in, not Information Superhighway. <laughs> Is it 1994? In his world, I know he thinks it's 1794. Yeah. <laughs> friends of the dub. Actually, he said to friends of the WWW. Somebody put, added, you know, brackets World Wide Web. Because otherwise, it makes no fucking sense. Hey, World Grandpa, wrestling? it's called the internet. <laughs> you know, the WWW. Yeah. The good old triple dub. <laughs> uh, in any case, it's a small, it's a, it's just a town planning board. It's not a big deal. But man, <laughs> level of religious stupidity. <laughs> so moving on to Mississippi, the Supreme Court is not going to hear a case about what is being called the most anti-LGBT law to, to come into existence. So in Mississippi, you are allowed to discriminate against LGBT group or person in any way that you would like. <laughs> it, it, the, the law says three, it states three religious beliefs, the union uh, of a man and a woman to, uh, to make a marriage, the sex should be reserved for heterosexual marriage, and that gender cannot be changed. Uh, the law was enacted... In October 2017. Wow. And what was first passed in April 2016, but has been in effect since October because there was an injunction on it that was lifted by the appellate court. So when this got to the Supreme Court, they said, we're not going to hear it. The ruling of the appellate court is going to stand, basically leaving this law in place. But the reason was because nobody has been injured by this law, so you don't have a case to make at the Supreme Court. Hmm. So somebody needs to prove that they have been injured. Somebody needs to be affected directly by this law and be discriminated against before the Supreme Court will hear it. Then it can be refiled. Gay people of Mississippi start getting cakes made for you. (laughs) Seriously. Wow. Wow. This law goes a step further, too, because it it specifically says that sex should be reserved to heterosexual marriage. 
I mean, what does that mean for people who aren't married and are living together? <laughs> they're sinners. Yeah, they're not allowed to have sex. Apparently, they're not only sinners, they're criminals. Yeah. I mean, does it actually criminalize heter uh, sex outside of marriage? I, I don't have the text of it, but it says in the article that it specifically enumerates three religious beliefs. Hmm. Marriage between one man and one woman, sex is reserved for heterosexual marriage, and gender cannot be changed. But wait a minute. But gay marriage is legalized across the country. So what happens if a gay couple tries to get married down there? Right. And it's, it, oh, they, they can't in Mississippi. They, but no, the federal law is you can. I understand. But until this actually, until somebody is files, the state law is going to be in place. They can follow the state law. And if then if somebody tries to get married, then they can file again at the Supreme Court and say that the state law goes against the Constitution. Holy moly. Has nobody, I guess nobody's tried to get married since then? That seems unlikely. Unless in they Mississippi? all fled that state, which I, I don't know why any gay person would stay down there. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think that this will probably last for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. That's shock. I mean, it. I hate that this doesn't, both shocks me and doesn't shock me that it would get passed. <laughs> I just, how can you pass a law based on... Religion. What the Bible says, yeah. Yeah. And again, this is what we were talking about just a minute ago. It's, it's the, your passing law is based on, but only your favorite Bible quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing that would have a direct effect on you. The ones that make you feel icky inside. <laughs> right. Those are the ones you stick with. Right. And that the religious people can pe petition their, their government and get this in place. But the LGBT community, somebody has to be hurt by the law for it to be undone. Right. Their rights aren't rights until they actually try to exercise them and can't. Yeah. Whew. Man. Somebody should make a movie where a, a country lives by every word of the Bible hmm. and what that country would be like. <laughs> you know, like stoning people, all that shit. Every, every weird ass thing in the Bible. Oh, the good, all the stonings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm thinking very similar to uh, Afghanistan is what I'm thinking. Just a different religion, yeah. Yeah, killing your neighbor if he works on the Sabbath. <laughs> or at least turning him in, which does happen. Yeah. Wow. So That's speaking weird. of the difference between Christian and Muslim peoples, uh, which really, you know, by their text, not a whole lot. Mm. I wanted to bring this person up, Jan Morgan. She is an owner of a gun range in Arkansas. She is going to be running for governor. Problem? Her gun range is been has been declared a Muslim-free zone. Um, uh, she does is that not legal? allow. No, I don't see how it can be. No. Okay. Well, it's a private club. I don't know. Can it be legal? I, I, I don't. I'm. I don't know how. But yeah, I, I I'm going to stick with it. Can't be only because I remember other episodes of the show where I've asked this very question, and I was informed by you guys that it can't be that just because something is privately owned, you can't discriminate against people for some reason. Well, but I mean, think about an Elks Club. An Elks Club, you ha you can't as a woman join. You have to, a man has to join and you go as his companion. I don't know if it's Elks, but there's whatever all those, there's Elks and other clubs like that. They're private right, clubs. Isn't this, right. Isn't this a business though? Yeah, this is not a private gun club. I think maybe it is. Is it? But that's not the way it's being presented. Mm. It's a zone. She's saying that her gun club, her gun range is a Muslim-free zone. And you know, she's going to be- She's Go going to be running for governor. Uh, she has also declared the uh, current governor a rhino, R-I-N-O, Republican in name only. Mm. 
and she says that she is going to be running. And in defense of her Muslim free zone, she says that she's read the Quran and there are 109 verses commanding hate, murder, and terror. So she has no way of discerning which Muslim will or will not kill in the name of their religion. So she's erring on the side of caution. (laughs) What amazes me is that the party that cannot shut the fuck up about religious freedoms has no problem with this. Right. Because it's the religious freedom of one religion. Right. I also like the Republican in name only. As if this, rep- like, th- as if this, what she's doing represents all Republicans. Right. Like, Which, real Republicans? Yeah. Just, come on, man. Grow a fucking spine. Stand up like, to this woman. I like the uh, article that the Friendly Atheist posted. It has it references in the Bible where, it, like in Exodus, whoever sacrifices to any god other than the Lord to be destroyed. Uh, Deuteronomy says to kill your family members if they worship another god. And also mm-hmm. in Deuteronomy, it has uh, let us go and worship other god. Any Anyone who says let us go and worship other gods, uh, if that god is not true, that, that to destroy those people, put them to the sword, and that the town remain a ruin forever never to be rebuilt so if you're going to cite that these people follow religious texts and you don't know which ones truly believe it and which ones don't you really haven't read your bible either yeah that, uh, and that's where all the good stuff is deuteronomy is Woo. <laughs> that's where uh if you get married and your wife turns out to not be a virgin at the time you're supposed to take her 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 father has to present you proof that she was or else she gets stoned to death if it turns out he does have proof, you owe him 100 shekels, but hey. <laughs> How do you have proof that something didn't happen? <laughs> hey, it's, it's not on me. Okay. It's, it's on my, my, my dad. <laughs> Otherwise, let's get stoning. Jared, I know you like to uh, look at these people. You need to find this woman. She is actually the person that, oh my goodness, I can't think of the actress's name right now. Uh, Kate... Kate, uh, she played Peg Bundy. Oh, uh, shit. I know you're talking about I can't remember her name yeah. now either. Anyway, her character from Sons of Anarchy right. is this woman. Oh, huh. really? Oh, my God. Like, she's amazing. Like, she's got big Peggy Bundy hair. She's got an automatic pistol on her hip. She's on a Harley Davidson. She's got boobies out from here to Christmas. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, she, I, oh, my God. <laughs> Katie it's Seagal. blowing my... It's Katie Seagal. Yeah. Seagal. yeah. I wow. mean, she's very. Ugh. She's like that plastic pretty, though. Yeah. Oh, she's not pretty. She's just my God. That's everything I, I could have hoped. A couple pictures here. She's not. Well, yeah, she's kind of. She's she's well. I only prepared. see the one. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's had a lot of work done to her face. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, Republicans. Is if this what you want to represent you? Mm. Then really, man. I mean, ugh, it's disgusting. Ronald Reagan is turning in his grave right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he wasn't before. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that is all that I have in the state news. But I, I had to bring this guy up, though. This guy is just um, amazing. His name is Rocky Hudson. He is a member of the Sovereign Citizens. This is a very loosely held together group who don't recognize state or federal government in the United States. Uh, They believe that in 1933, when the uh, feds 
did away with the gold standard, that they basically put up their citizens as collateral and took loans from other countries, and that means that they're no longer a sovereign nation and they don't have to recognize them as such. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this guy has is now facing 30 years in prison for stuff that is just amazing. So in 2014, he tried to run for the local sheriff's office, but he was uh, struck. He was barred from running for it because of his felony theft conviction. Reasonable. Uh, he has filed multiple claims with the Department of Agriculture in an effort to get them to pay off his personal debts for himself <laughs> and, and some acquaintances. And it, the one scheme, I love this one. He filed a suit against the USDA for $9.5 million. And in the meantime, it, just expecting that he will get that money, he tried to buy, using that lawsuit as collateral, the local shopping center. <laughs> So you're saying in seven years he's going to be president of the United States. <laughs> well, he seems to be part of that group of political superheroes, like with him and uh, Jimmy McMillan and Vermin Supreme, who show up at every election and they're like, vote for us. I got a boot on my head. And I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> you know, there was always this subsect of guys in college that I knew that anytime the police harass them about something, they would start flipping out saying they weren't actually um residents of of the United States cuz Pennsylvania's a a uh commonwealth uh, a commonwealth and they would throw all this weird rhetoric out about not being actual citizens and blah blah blah. I always wondered what happened to those guys <laughs> and now I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, how this guy relates to religion in the middle of his court hearing, he tried to use the Religious Freedom Restoration Act as a defense as basically a shield because he says that he believes the the theories about the US government and he treats it like a religion so you 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 can't discriminate against his beliefs because it's a religion to him wow wow well in fairness to him that that they <laughs> yeah. should rule they should rule 7 to 2 in favor <laughs> <laughs> wow. if he just peppers in something about how much he hates the gays he'll be gold yep. He's just one of those crazy fringe, would normally be homeless, crazy people. Wow. Yeah, how do they survive? How I do don't know. Eat? You think they go to grocery stores and buy fruits and vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> Cook hamburgers on the grill? Yeah. No. no Pays I think his taxes. They, all of those things are a no. I Watch think his Game they, of Thrones. <laughs> what does he I eat? Think they receive, I think they receive enough through charities and panhandling that they can dollar, dollar menu their way to their middle 50s <laughs> when they die on the streets. Hmm. Wow. So three of the other people who were indicted along with him, one was convicted, sentenced to five years probation and a $500 fine, but they were minor, minor indictments. Hmm. Another one uh, entered a guilty plea last March and is sentenced to be, uh, or going to be sentenced on March 5th. And uh, another one is still pending. This one, he's been found guilty and has a possibility of up to 30 years in prison for multiple fraud-related charges. And the judge basically said, your anti-government beliefs, according to the court, is not a protected religious belief. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't just say not anything's a religion. Right. Yeah. You so have to have enough lawyers to fight for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah. So he said, uh, "Go if ahead." You, if you Google him, there's a crazy website, and it's I don't a, doubt that. Yeah, another victim <laughs> of illegal illegal corporate government. Illegal hmm. corporate government. That's a weird combination of words. Oh my, there's a bunch of loony on here. I'm I'm out. I'm out. Bail. Okay. <laughs> so I said earlier that I wanted to talk about false sexual assault accusers. Yeah. Uh, the first one, and I just found out about this today. Hmm? Aziz Ansari. Mm. Yeah. Uh, did That's you guys hear right this story? Yep. I did. I heard a little bit about it, but it, it, please elaborate. <laughs> so his story. So I didn't read all of the details about it. But from what I read, there was a girl that he was, uh, had, had, they had exchanged numbers, they went out on a date, and she wrote up an entire story of the whole encounter. And did he do some things that were maybe she- a little weird, maybe a little too forward? Sure. But have you seen his stand-up? He's <laughs> a kind of a weird guy. Hmm. He's a comedian, so he's going to do, like, little weird things. I don't think that that's too far off for his character. But I don't think in any way did he assault this woman. I think well, what everything... I heard is that he managed to talk his way into this girl's pants, and now she's saying, uh, I, f- I felt uncomfortable with that, and I didn't, and I didn't want to do it. Well, the, the part that um, I thought was interesting was the next day she texted him and, and kind of reprimanded him and said that you, you didn't pick up on my nonverbal clues, I was uncomfortable, and I just wanted to let you know that. And he said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize... That was not my intent. I apologize. I won't bother you again. Yeah the the that New York Times the, <laughs> the New York Times put out a uh, an, an article about it saying Aziz Ansari is guilty <laughs> of not being a mind reader. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I can't I can't find her name. There is a, uh, a headline uh, news host headline news anchor. A- what was Ashley, it? Was like Ashley Baconfield or something mm-hmm. Bakerfield or something like that. Boy, she uh, her open letter to the woman was. Very assertive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, uh, she she called her the the letter reckless and hollow. Mm. Uh, she basically said, "Look, you went out and had a bad date. Yeah, that's what we call this. It's not assault. You had a bad date. At any point in time, you could have walked away. You could have said, "No, I'm leaving. I'm not comfortable with this." At no point did he uh, physically assault you. At no point did he Harass, like, th- threaten her job or threaten right. the future of her job. Yeah, it was a bad date. Yeah. So wait, he didn't even sleep with her? There no. was There was some sexual uh, contact. Yes. There was some, they, they both had in various states of undress, I think I would say. Yeah. They both, per- they, they performed oral sex on one another. And he said, hey, let's do this sex thing. And she said, no. And he said, all right, cool. I'll call you an Uber. You know, this woman's not helping the actual women. No. But no, that's that's what these that's what the um Ashley headline Ban- news. Yeah, Ashley Banfield is her name. Yeah. She oh, I know was Ashley like, Banfield. She was like, How dare you cast this amazing movement like in this horrible light because you wanted to, you know, I don't know, because you went about this in the worst possible way. Because yeah. you went out this in a in an irresponsible, like fame seeking way. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you were assaulted, you need to call the police right now and you need to speak up and keep speaking up until you get the help. You know, if you were sexually harassed, you need to, you know, do the same thing. But if you went out with a season sorry, he went down on you, you went down on him, and then you went home and realized you didn't have a good time, you need to just tell your friends about it and get on with your life. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to any journalist that will publish this and make the Time's Up movement seem less credible. 
Right. There was always we knew it was coming. There was there was always going to be the the pendulum swinging the other direction and the backlash sure. and the crazies coming out of the woodwork accusing famous people of things that didn't happen or things that they interpreted and thought about later and thought maybe they could swing it into a little bit of you know fifteen minutes of fame. And to what end though? Fifteen minutes of fame. We're talking about this woman now. I don't know what her name is, and I'm not going to find it. She's but. not going to make any money because I mean, like. Well, that's the other thing. The article is completely anonymous. Hmm. Nobody knows her name, except maybe Aziz Ansari. Why? Why bring it up? I don't understand. Or it's yeah. So she, you know, messed up a, a date with Aziz Ansari and now is feeling bad about it. Or the story isn't correct in some other way. I don't understand. The fact. I mean, the 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 fact that she, you know, is trying to parallel this to oh, the bullshit. actual assaults that have happened. Yeah. The uh, what was the? There was um. I don't know. Yeah, just, you know, because that's usually all it takes in this situation is an accusation. Mm. And yeah. and that will undo, you know, whoever it is you've accused. Yeah, maybe she was sitting around with a friend. She's like, hey, you want to see me fuck up Aziz Ansari's life? <laughs> we went on a date right. once that didn't really go well. I didn't enjoy it. Watch this. I don't know. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, but- the fact that in the article that she had printed, uh, and this was also what uh, – the uh, the anchor was the headline news anchor was talking about. She's like, and you had the gall to call this the worst night of your entire life. <laughs> the horror that you felt from this bad date. She's like, you're a monster. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's not going the other way. But, the, you know, there's probably damage done because there's probably the people think that he's like some kind of rapist now or something. Oh, yeah. For, for some people, his name has been. Yeah, he's now right. one of those people. But we'll see if if. <laughs> Master of None gets mysteriously canceled on Netflix mm-hmm. and people stop uh, syndicating Parks and Rec all of a sudden. Then I'll be like, yeah, there you go. It worked. <laughs> maybe that's maybe she just hated Parks and Rec. <laughs> if you only watch the pretty- first season, I guess I could understand that. <laughs> you got to watch the whole thing because it gets so much better. Oh, yeah. But yeah, hopefully this will not do any real damage to the, the time up. Yeah movement uh, because it seems to be going in the right direction. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, however... He's not the only one. There's another one, Paul Haggis. I don't know if you know him. Uh, he was partially responsible for a couple movies, uh, Crash, and I can't think of the other one. A couple big movies, though. Oh, he's a, he's a he's a writer. He's a screenwriter. Yes. Yeah. He's a name. Yeah. He's a big name. In yeah. The, in the town. Yeah. He is also an ex Scientologist and has appeared on Leah Remini's uh, the Scientology in the Aftermath. Right. And he has received three different women have come forward. Well, come forward. Two of them are completely anonymous, and none of them have done anything except they all went to the same lawyers, and they're, they tried to sue him for, I think it was something like $9.5 million. Wow. For sexual misconduct, sexual assault, different, different things. The lawyers contacted him and said, if you don't want us to come forward, you need to just settle this. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> completely denied all of it. And Leah Remini and um, Mike oh, Rinder, yeah, Mike Rinder, yeah, the uh, the uh, the the hosts of Scientology in the Af- aftermath, have basically come out and said it seems like it's highly likely that this is a Scientology smear campaign. Oh wow, really? Because Haggis has appeared on the show. He has spoke out against Scientology on, mul- on multiple occasions. I th- it seems like. It's the type of thing where they took, are going to take the opportunity and try to uh, bring this guy down. Why not go after Mike Rinder? I mean, with Leah Remini, it's a little bit harder. 
but why not go after the co-host of the show? Why go after this guy? Well, because the whole the whole Weinstein situation, Paul Haggis was in the very similar kind of oh, power sure. over mm -hmm. the movies. So right. he could, the, the, I think they're playing that. They're playing the parallel. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, none of the real details have come out. But as far as, you know, the women's accusations, uh, Haggis has completely denied all of it. And, uh, and, and like I said, I don't put this past Scientology in any way. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. This is totally up their alley. Yeah. And again, like I said before, this completely fucking muddies the waters now. It does. Yeah. You know? We, we, and this one in particular seems weird because all three women went to the same lawyer. Mm -hmm. So somehow they were in contact. Now, granted, they were probably all Scientologists or are currently Scientologists. I don't know. Again, two of them are being completely anonymous. And uh, the other was named in the suit or, or the, uh, the, the the threat of the suit, but uh, was not. it's not listed in the article. So I don't know anything about them. But yeah, again, they, they just said... Give us nine million dollars, and we won't uh, go public. Yeah. We won't go public. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a little sketchy as well. Yeah. How that isn't blackmail, I don't. I don't know. Well, he characterized it as extortion. Yeah, he went, no, 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 <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> All right. Can't can't anything just be pure? <laughs> no. I know it's amazing how people will exploit actual people suffering. Be like, hey, here's our chance to fuck right. over somebody. This yeah. would be awesome. Don't put, again, don't put that past Scientology for a second. Yeah. No way, man. They're squirrel hunters. They're squirrel hunting. Or whatever yeah. the fuck they, what is it they do? I don't remember what it's called. No. But they so, shout at you. Squirrel and terrorize you. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've discussed that before. I don't remember which, ep I was trying to see which episode it was that we talked about Scientology, but it's on the website. <laughs> so the, the only other things that I have are the things that are, are left for uh for donald trump because we always talk about donald trump mm -hmm. uh, and sure. al along with that one news story that came out that really i haven't seen a whole lot on tv i saw you know colbert mentioned it um i think seth myers mentioned it the lawyer for donald trump who arranged a one hundred thirty thousand dollar payment for a adult film star mm. because Stormy she, daniels yeah because she was um had a, a was going to uh, tell her story about uh, a sexual encounter with Mr. Trump. Yeah, I saw, I saw something in the new, I don't know, some Reddit site probably today or yesterday that supposedly they had an affair for up to a year. It wasn't just a one-time thing. Yeah, it was going on for a while. Yeah. So the the attorney went to her and said, uh, we will give you $130,000 and you sign this NDA and you never bring this up again. Mm. Which is probably why she's denying it. Yeah, and now she's completely denying it. Well, has she denied it? The only thing that I've seen that where she denied it was something that the White House showed reporters. She hasn't said anything, as far as I know. Well, if she did sign an NDA, sure. But no, but she's uh, not gone. Any, she's not, you know, gone on television and said no, this didn't happen. No, she's remaining pretty quiet. So right. that's why. I mean, but here's the thing: this was reported on too by the Wall Street Journal, which yeah. is owned by fucking Fox. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it's probably true. Mm. They are a credited, credible news source. Yeah, right. But again, who Fox if News? She's no, no, no. Wall Street Journal. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's listen. If it, if, I mean, if it was bullshit, you know, and it, they're post. so against fake news, they wouldn't do it. But on the other hand, it's like if she's not saying anything, why am I even hearing? Like, okay, that's fucked up. If it's true, he's a shitty husband. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. That's that's this is 
I don't know, the least of my Trump concerns. <laughs> true. Very true. Trump's begging whores? Okay. Mm-hmm. Am I surprised? Am I shocked? Sorry, you're an adult actress. You're not a whore. I take it back. <laughs> I'd be more concerned because I heard something, too, that he made some ungodly amount of money last year while he was president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like $30 million through certain various things that he tried to keep a lid on. Oh, yeah. He was selling properties and doing yeah. all kinds of nonsense. Yeah. Now, that's bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah. F- fuck as many porn stars as you want. Yeah. You're yeah, the see, one who has to sleep with I, Melania at night to deal with that shit. But they don't sleep together, remember? They have separate bedrooms. They don't bedrooms. even sleep together? No. Acor- well, according to Michael Wolff's book, which is oh. loosely sourced. Let's go with that. <laughs> they have, they turned a, a living room into a second bedroom, and that's where he sleeps. And the only other person who has the key to that room is his daughter. Oh, that's right. I did hear that. Yeah. That's where he's got the three TV setup thing and each cheeseburgers in the bed. Right. And- yep. Yeah, and if I put, if I wanted that uh, shirt, uh, you know, picked up, I wouldn't have left it on the floor. <laughs> now, the only reason I really bring up this story with about the hundred thirty thousand dollar payment is because it just it so fits the scenario. It completely fits everything that we know about Donald Trump. You guys said you're not surprised. Neither was I. It just completely fits the scenario, and it just it goes against the portrayal of the Donald Trump that they want you to believe. Right. And the fact that the evangelical Christians should be horrified about this and will not be horrified about it. That's... No. They won't care. No. The the most amazing thing I heard about this, though, is like I was listening to another podcast that discusses politics and they worked in the uh, Obama White House, these guys. And they're like, I can't even imagine (laughs) if a story came out that Obama paid off a porn star. (laughs) Right for 130, he goes. It would be the biggest story ever, and this story is like, yeah, whatever, whatever, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I think that I mean we we know this, but I I can't believe that that's how it works because even I don't care. <laughs> like for anybody else, for Elliot Spitzer, that this was career ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not for fucking Trump. Everyone's like, uh huh, and because he just if, he, keeps if you had released a story that said he wasn't banging a porn star we've been like come on now oh, come on you're crazy yet. <laughs> that was the other thing that they said in there they're like the, the whole shithole comment thing yeah they're mm-hmm. like like none of us are shocked by this the shocking thing would be if someone came out and said you know what donald trump said we need more immigrants from haiti <laughs> yeah. what? so you brought that up there's the last thing that i have on my list and people immediately Don Lemon, I think, explained it fairly well, but I just I have to ask the question. Does the fact that he used the term shithole, does that make him racist? Yes. Why why does the that make him racist? The fact <laughs> that he followed up with requesting Norwegian immigrants after that mm-hmm. made it clearly racist. And it's not so much that he even said shithole. Nope. He could have some of those countries like, are shithole countries. Yeah, it'd be like, why do we yeah, that, and that's their argument. They're like, You trying to tell me Haiti's not a shithole? No, it is. It's not the fact that he said shithole. It's the fact that he said, Why do we have to have people from Haiti come here? Right. Yes. Why can't we have more people? Why like, do we have to have Africans and Haitians come here? Yeah. Why can't we have blonde hair, blue eyed, white Scandinavian people <laughs> coming here only? Because it turns out they actually like their country better than they my God, their country's much better. Yeah, why would they come to this authoritarian hellhole instead of their liberal fucking paradise? <laughs> Where healthcare is free, yeah, or included. Yeah, the numbers, I think they said the numbers were like 500 people last year immigrated from Norway here. 500. Not and the th- fact that they did you know, he didn't say like, like, I don't know. It's just, he's a fucking yeah, racist. Just deal with it. 500. 
500, Norwegians are flocking here by the millions to escape their horrible health care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to pay out the <laughs> nose and go into debt for their health care like a true patriot does. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, the the thing that frustrates me and saddens me the most is that you know, America is supposed to be the place where you escape to, not escape from. It's the place where people come to when they can't get ahead in the place that they are, wherever that happens to be in the world. You go to America. It's the, you know, the whatever the words are on the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Give me your tired, your, your poor, your... <laughs> right. We will educate Huddled you. masses. And we will educate you and um, give you a, a hand and you, you will make a life for yourself and make a better life for your children. That's the promise. And that's what it's been. That's what it was for the Irish. It's what it was for the German. It's what it was for how many countless numbers of people that came to this country. And Yeah, the Irish didn't come here because things were so fucking great in Ireland. No, they did not. They came here because of a famine. <laughs> and when they got here, they were discriminated against. But they stuck yeah, with it. Yeah, brutally. But have you heard brutally. the stats on, on these Haitians? Or, or it might have been Nigerians, I don't know. That they're more educated than our actual citizens? Yeah. And are more likely to work? Absolutely. Well, just just imagine uprooting your family and moving across the world to a place where you don't know the language. Yeah. More how likely- bad does it have to be? And how, how hard are you going to work when you get there? Yeah, more likely to work is almost guaranteed. Yeah. The, the idea that you're going to go to another country and just suck off the teat of that country. I'm just going to go there with nothing, and they'll just give me everything. I've heard right. that that's true, said yeah. no one ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as usual, Trump supporters have it all confused and backwards. They yeah. think that people are upset because he called Haiti a shithole. Like, like we're so sensitive to the fact that he would say it's not that. It's the implication of what he said. Right. I'm sure you know, there he, are some people who are upset about that, but not I'm nearly. Sure Asians are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you're you're equating. Um, you you made it. He made a direct comparison between you know white people are good and black people are bad. Why do we want the black people here? We we should want the white people here because they're smarter and more educated. Holy crap! Listen, even if that's even if he's not racist and he's just a fucking moron, <laughs> right? And because he, he just happened to meet the prime minister from Norway, and he was like, I like that guy. We should get more Norwegians over here, or, what, or whatever was on his goddamn mind. Is that the kind of president you want that's like, why do we need people from this country? Like, is that is that what you're fucking proud of? You're proud of that? Uh, you know? I don't know what you're talking about. This is clearly fake news manufactured by the Democrats and Crooked Hillary, Jerry. Well, yeah, we know. <laughs> Dick Durbin was sitting in that meeting where none of that shit was uttered and said, you know what? I'm just going to make up a completely false fucking <laughs> statement that he said <laughs> and tell everybody. And I'm going to somehow convince Lindsey Graham to kind of agree with me. Mm. <laughs> meanwhile, the Republicans who, who came out and said that that's not what happened, the first thing they said was, well, I don't recall that. I don't know that that was said. I don't remember that's how it said. And then the next day, oh, yeah, he didn't say that. Well, right. wait, did you not remember? <laughs> Or do you remember that he didn't say that? Right. Their memory got better in a reverse way. Did you see, uh, I think it was earlier today Mm -hmm. when Booker had a meltdown at all those people? Oh, he was mad as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Spit was flying out of his mouth. His neck was bulging. It was crazy. He shut that bitch down. He's like, I'm not done talking. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this is. Oh, he well, they were just talking about not him not saying anything, and he was like, he was like, "You guys are lying. You guys are complicit." Oh. Well, they were scr- they were interviewing uh, some woman who was at the meeting. I don't know who she is. She's some head of something. Mm. 
She was the one who couldn't recall if uh, people from Norway were primarily white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they one guy asked her, are they primarily white? She's like, I'm not, you know, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, and then Dick Durbin, who was sitting with her in this meeting, was trying to get her to say what the president said, and she was dancing around like <laughs> like the best tap dancer you've ever seen. She's like, well, there was a lot of rough language going around. I don't really recall. We, 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 we were talking about a merit-based system. That's what he meant. I mean, they're just everything. Meanwhile, did you hear that Trump, like, was calling up people and being like, hey, this is what I said. Do you think it was good? You think this will work with my base? Yeah, maybe to cover up the fact that he paid off an adult film star. I well, I don't know. Like he called. Uh, there's a conservative radio talk show. It's Eric Erickson, I think his name is. Who's even like this is insane. He like was call. He called him or somebody he knew and was like, "This is great, right? I called it a shithole country. They're gonna love it because the remember what happened the day before that? Did you see that little stunt show where they had all the Democrats and Republicans around him and they were talking about oh. DACA? And Diane Feinstein's like, can we just do a clean DACA bill? Right. And he's like, Chuck, sure. yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> and all the problems go, whoa, what did you say? And it, then- it was an interesting. So they, they talk about how he always agrees with the last person that speaks. If you watch yeah. that conversation moving around the table, he's like, yeah I, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, I agree with that now. Oh, I agree with that now. I don't think he, like, that yeah. shit, he's probably, <laughs> eyes are just glazed over. He probably doesn't know what to go. Yeah, yeah, sure. Who's the Democrat? Who's the Republican? I don't know who the fuck's in this room. <laughs> and then the worst thing that could have happened to him, Ann Coulter and Cucker Tarlson <laughs> fucking turned on him. Oh. And then he said shithole countries, and now he's back in the good graces. So supposedly today, um, there are sources inside the White House that say he didn't say shithole, he said shit house. Which, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the best they could come up with. But it also directly contradicts what those two Republican cucks said. <laughs> yeah. Because they said he didn't say that. And now the White House is saying, well, he didn't say quite that, but he said this. And right. their response will be, well, you asked me if he said shithole, yeah. and he didn't. That is. <laughs> right. Well, thank thank goodness. He didn't reference my country as an actual asshole. Yeah. He referenced my country as an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, that is so much better. <laughs> That Tom Cotton is the biggest piece of shit uh, yeah. <laughs> next to all the biggest piece of shits I've mentioned on the show today. <laughs> he's he's uh, the asshole of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so didn't the White House come out and say something along the lines of uh, it it will work with his base when yeah. after the shithole? So why is that an argument for, for him? Like, we have been saying for months that his base is has a large percentage of racist, all the Nazis are in it. Yeah. How does, well, you know, this will work with his base. How is that a good argument? It, because yeah, they we were turning on him over the DACA shit. Mm. Oh, so their argument is just that, well, he's just, he's doing this to keep his racist base. Get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got to maintain 30% popularity. I mean, that's really what we're at at this point. Well, if he loses them, he'll go even fucking lower. <laughs> yeah, record lows. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Ugh. I shit don't hole, understand. Shit I, I, I can't. <laughs> so the one person that uh, that uh, we were watching CNN earlier, and they were talking about how, again, how he listens to how whatever the person is who was speaking to last, mm-hmm. he he agrees with them. And 
the, their statement was, I don't remember who it was, but the statement was that he had some really stupid people talking to him between uh, 10 a.m. and noon before that meeting, before the shithole meeting, because he just, he, he decided that that was his way to go. And as it turns out, the person who was giving him a briefing that morning, Stephen Miller. <laughs> of course! <laughs> Which... Works perfectly because we we have said, I mean, his connections to the white supremacists has been quite clear. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't surprise me in any way. And, and it, it kind of makes sense from even from a, you know, I, I know that everybody modifies their language depending upon the group of people that you're currently with. So it naturally makes sense. If it, if he had it came out of a conversation with Steve Miller I'm and um, Bannon, I'm sure it was the same. It was an expletive laden <laughs> mess. So, God, which reminds me, mm. Bannon got subpoenaed. He did. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Last week he got subpoenaed. <laughs> well, I thought. Yeah, I only read about it. I thought last week he was, he was supposed to go in front of Congress. Now he's been subpoenaed by. Subpoenaed by Mueller. Yeah. But not to go and talk to Mueller and his crew, but to talk to, to at the grand jury, which you can't take a lawyer with you and you must answer the questions. And you're and, under oath, though. And you're under oath. Yeah. That ain't gonna be interesting. But I wonder why he did that. I wonder why Mueller put him in front of the grand jury instead of having an, inter- an you know quote interview with him. I don't know. And Mueller, I trust. I'm assuming he's a smarter <laughs> man than I. I would <laughs> imagine. Way. I would imagine for the reasons you just said. Well, oh, he couldn't because he could. So he couldn't take his lawyer with him. You're not. You can't well, take that, a lawyer. That, but you, you gotta understand something. Uh, Bannon just lawyered up today. Oh, he hadn't lawyered up because he was pretty uh, supposedly clean in all this. Yeah. Huh. So I, I, it, might be, it might be dependent on – I mean, maybe he was invited to come and, and have a conversation with the FBI and he declined. So they went, all right, subpoena, grand jury. Maybe they're like, look, man, you're in the doghouse now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes you. You're out. You want to turn state's evidence? <laughs> Talk about a fall from grace. Holy cow. Uh, something tells me he'll be back. Uh, probably. Uh, I was going to say it was a fall from something. I surely would not call it grace. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless by grace you're, it's a callback to that shady source that accuses Aziz Ansari of <laughs> wrongdoings. It's more of a climb out of a shithole. <laughs> or a shithouse. Uh. Yeah. In, in, out of the shithole, into the shithouse. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. I think that's the title of the episode. Uh, <laughs> all right. Does anybody have anything else? No, sir. I think we're uh, we're about good on time, so yep. I think that's all we're going to have for this week. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can support it by sharing the podcast on social media, leave reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can on Facebook, Twitter at ProfaneArg, or send an email to godless at ProfaneArgument.com. Also, please check out the other shows that are on the uh, soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. All the podcasts that uh, you could possibly want to fill your ear holes. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God be with you. Tired of pretending, pushing I was in.